This is my very first podcast, A Moment with Claudio, in which we'll be interviewing individuals and learning from their struggles and achievements. So in this podcast, I will be interviewing Thomas Heath Antonio, a musician from New York City. I would like to take the moment and thank him for opening his heart to us. It's a very sincere and deep look into his soul. So sit back and enjoy the interview. Just for the people that are listening, you know, tell us who you are, where you come from. Um, my name is Thomas Heath Antonio. Uh, I'm Cuban and Dominican, born and raised in the Bronx. Uh, raised in Dominican Republic till I was about seven years old. And uh, I'm a musician. Uh, I play the guitar. Uh, I write songs. I'm a singer-songwriter, and uh, that is my professional goal. That is my passion. I'm doing this big, but within my means. I'm, it, this is big to me, uh, within my means, within my budget. Uh, actually, we don't even have a budget. <laughs> we don't even have a budget. We're just winging it, man. We're just doing it because uh, this is what I believe in, and this is what I want. So this is what you would call independent, huh? Uh, yeah, pretty much indie, man. Indie music, New York City. Um, I feel that uh, New York City lost its, its musical essence. You know, I feel that we need to go back to that. Making great music, that's what we're about. We're artists, we're musicians. You know, we, we need to go back to that. And I guess that's where uh, I come in. You know, I... I want to put my city back on the map, like really put it back on the map on, on a positive level, man. You know, just make great music, man. Just have a good time. I hear a lot of passion in your words. Where where does this passion come from? I, I, you know what's funny? Um, some, uh, a fan asked me, asked me what, what drives me. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know how to answer that. It's just something that's in me. That's I, I like to dance. I like to sing. That's that's just who I am. I I feel. Um, it just makes me happy. It makes me escape. I escape to another realm. You know. When was it that you realized that you had this talent? I've always been drawing, and I've always been singing since I was five years old. Um, but I guess when I really realized that, whoa, this is, you know, this is what I want for my life. This is my future. I guess it, it had to be in high school. I would do these bachata shows, man, in school, and it was the reaction I would get. Um, it was insane. It was, it was euphoric. So you're telling me that you have that influence, you had that Latin, Dominican, bachata, that kind of influence, or is it overall? Um, I, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, of course, um, I, I believe I'm a culture person. Um, I'm, I'm not just um, about Latin culture. I'm, I'm about everything. I, okay. You know, I feel that... Um, I feel that um, I'm uniquely culture, and... Um, my style is a is a combination of many styles because um, I happen to like everything. I, I, I just love music. I, I don't care if you sing it in French. You know, if, if you're delivering that, those words with the music, 
I'm just gonna become a fan. You know, it's not to be a groupie or anything like that. It's just that's just who I am. I'm, I'm an honest person, and uh, I just love music. So I feel that um, uh, uh, my style. It's it's a combination. It's a fusion of R&B, bachata, okay, um, ballads, hip hop, um, pop, techno, but it's 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 eloquently put together. I I feel, um, and and I'm still developing. You know, I'm still developing. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I I need lessons. I need vocal lessons. You know, I know where my flaws are at. I know what are my faults. I know what. I know where I need work, in other words, Okay. Uh, when it comes to my music. Growing up, myself in a Latin household, I was greatly influenced by the music my mother listened to. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot about it, yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine, because in my case, um, there's certain music that when she was playing it, when I was, I mean, I, I was born and raised here, and she was playing this Spanish music, uh, if I can remember correctly, Anthony Rios. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, Rafael and all them guys, Leo Man, all those, all those classics. And I used yeah, to hate man. it at that moment. I used to hate that music. Nah, I used to love it, bro. And now I, I love oh, it. Dude, I was a kid and I used to be like, wow, you hear the passion in this dude's voice. Yeah, that, that used to drive to me. I don't know. It always had a special place in my heart. Right. So I've always tried to, you know what? Why can't I? Why can't I fuse everything that I've picked up over the years? You know, Marvin Gaye, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra, uh, Phil Collins. I, I, you know, these are classic art. And, and I was a kid listening to all these artists. You know, listening to disco. You know, listening to my mother's old albums, the OJs and the Blue Notes. You know, I used to steal all her CDs. I used to take all her CDs and I used to listen to all her music because I thought it was pretty dope, you know? And I don't know, it's just, that's, I, I guess everybody's different, you know? Well, maybe we're not. Look at this. Uh, I mean, I grew up the same way too. We have the same likes. Cool, man. And, cool. and look at this. I, I'm just, I'm just finding this out right now. That I have no, I would never would have guessed you were like Frank Sinatra. Are you kidding me? I like all those classics, bro. Motown, what? Barry White. Mm. Yeah, man. I like all those artists. Gerald Levert. I'm a, I'm a big R&B dude. That's my thing. That's like, I love R&B. I love hip hop. All right. But why not make good hip hop music with all those? Little styles, you know, and those little things that I picked up over the years. Then, you know, for years I was very confused as far as my my genre went and uh, uh, and and the way I used to sing. I I think that I was very confused because I think it was a clash of all those styles. You know, I, I guess I didn't know how to differentiate. You know, my my inner voice. I guess I don't know, but um. Yeah, I, th I think I think I finally got it. I, I think I finally got it, and of course, with a, with a little bit more development, which I'm always open to. I'm always to criticism. I take criticism, whether it's positive or negative. That's I good. I like it, <laughs> you know. Whether you like me as an artist or not, I, I'm I'm still gonna do music. That's just that's what I cry for, you know, music. So, would you say that there's some a classification for your kind of music, or just broad? It's a broad spectrum, I, I believe. Um, I guess, yeah. It's 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 just it's just R and B, R and B, man, R and B, hip hop. You know, of course, I'm gonna get into other genres. Don't test me and don't make me do a bachata album. You know, like it's gonna be crazy. But you know, well, there goes my little ego. 
Get back here, little ego. That's all right. Let it out. <laughs> we all have it. Let those demons out. <laughs> now, um, yeah, but it, it's 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 basically R and B, man. R and B soul, man. You know, it comes from my heart. It comes from my soul. I feel it. I believe it. And I feel it. And, I, and those are personal situations, you know. Songwriters talk about their personal experience. That's what influenced their music. Of course. Is that the same thing with you in your case? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you name it, life, life, the street, the girls, you name it, you know, problems at home, you know, where you feel like you feel hopeless, you know, I guess I needed some something to, to drive me out of whatever pit I was in, okay. you know, um, I, and I, I, I feel, you know, music helped me, you know, with, with everything I was going through, you know, um, why not take something negative and make it into a positive? You know, take something that hurts you and turn it into a positive. You got to look at a, uh, the positive in every situation. <clears throat> you know, not, not too many people think that way. I mean, um, what made you think? Because a lot of people like to dwell on their problems and anything negative going on in their lives. What, what made you take that negative or your situation and turn it into a positive? I mean, I, w I was there too. I was there on the floor, man. At the bottom of the barrel, as they say. Okay. You know, um, where negativity is just all over you. But then you, you hit a wall, man. You just hit a wall where you, you're like, wait a minute. You, you, you start to question your actions. Um, you, you start to question your thoughts. You, you know, you hit a wall and you're like, wait a minute. I, I don't even know myself. Who am I? You know? So that I guess that's what happened with me. You know, I hit so many walls that it's like I, I, I wasn't picking up on the lesson. Okay. You know, till I finally picked up on the lesson and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So you're saying that everything that happens to us in our life is a lesson? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe that everything that we go through, it's, it's a lesson and we must embrace it. That's just my personal thing. It, it worked for me. I mean, it might not work for everybody. I'm not sure. But I guess a person has to look deep within themselves. And, but I, I think, know, yeah, I think you're right. It will work for everyone because if you didn't see it as a lesson, then you probably would have been able to move on beyond that. You would, you probably would have been in the same spot or situation that you were in in the past. And that, and that is the worst thing ever, man. Because I think about how I was in the same cycle for about 10 years. And... It's just, it feels great when you get out of a certain cycle that's, that doesn't benefit you, you know? I, I just feel people need to, I mean, meditation helped me, you know, smoking weed helped me. All right. You know, all that stuff helped me, you know? A lot of people look at it, they frown, they frown upon that, you know? It, what worked for me might not work for you. I like what you're saying about uh, situations and seeing for what it is, and then from there growing, you know, learning your lesson and grow. I see a lot of people taking um, medication, going to a psychiatrist, and it seems like you were able to go through all of that, learn your lesson, and then move on. I mean, is that is if am I stating it correctly, or do you uh, need no, any, any kind of self medication or? Well, my medication was my music, okay, um, and and marijuana, weed. Um, I'm I'm actually I actually feel comfortable speaking on that. Um, I, I no longer let people's thoughts or opinions affect me. 
All right. You know, um, we're all humans. You know, we all make mistakes. And I did what worked for me. Everybody's different. Um, you know, bless your soul if you get therapy. Bless your soul if you take meds, you know. Um, of course, you know, it's not for everybody. You understand? Um, my thing is my music. That's my therapy. You know, of course, in God as well, because I, I am a God-fearing man. I, I fear God. Um, so I, I got, everybody's different, man. That's just me. That worked for me. You know, I was able to pick up, pick up on on my flaws. I was able to 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 see what was wrong with me through my music, man. Through my music. Because there's times that you have to analyze. You just have to sit down and you have to assess your situation. You know, we, we keep going through these, these horrible cycles, man, from 20 years ago. You know, we all go through it, man. You know, but everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. Now, when you say um, cycles, what, what do you mean by that? Life cycles. Repetitive behaviors. Negative repetitive behaviors, you know. Um, um, again, speaking of, of, of myself, because, yeah. Um, for example, my negative behavior was um, getting drunk and having sex with multiple females. Well, you know, some people wouldn't see that as a bad thing. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, of course, you know, you look like you're the man, you're, you know, but when it's hurting others, it's a problem. All right. It, it's something negative. When you're hurting other people, when you're hurting your family, when you're hurting yourself. You, you, you know, sometimes I didn't know that I was lost, you know. Another thing, I, you know, I've been through situations where I try to commit suicide because of everything I've ever been through. Okay. I try to commit suicide three times. And all three times I failed. So what does that tell me? That means that I need to get it together because whatever experience that I'm going through, it's bigger than me. God wasn't going to let me go because I obviously have to do something for God. So that's how I looked at it. You know, it made me realize a lot of things. I hear you talking about the situations that you've been through. There's some recent situations or are we talking about childhood, or um, teenage? Childhood, teenage, you name it. You name it, man. Ain't nobody perfect. I'm not perfect. So these things that you went through are so strong that it was taking you to the brink of taking your life? Uh, yeah, you, you feel. This is what people don't understand. And again, I'm speaking for myself. Um, but I, I noticed that a lot of people are ignorant. And by ignorant, I mean a lot of people lack knowledge. Um, they don't understand that... The mind is a very powerful thing. It's it's very powerful. So if I'm sitting in a room and I feel hopeless and I feel misunderstood and then I'm questioning why is it that I'm going through certain situations? Why is it that I get hurt? Why is it that every day I got to fight? Why is it that every day, you know, there's got to be a, a war with this block and, and another war with this block and we got we to gotta fight and we got to, you know... You know, like, it's just, 
you, people don't people don't understand that when you're sitting alone in that room, you feel hopeless, you feel lost, you feel like nobody understands you. Nobody sees your pain. And you're just there suffering by yourself. So why go on? Why go on? But you know what? I I, I hit I, I hit a wall where I was like, you know what? This is bigger than me. Why why do I keep taking trying to take this life away that's not that I don't even own? What you're saying is very powerful, which is true, because everyone has problems. The thing is that for some reason, as humans, we always think that our problems are much stronger or bigger than everybody else's. We always feel isolated. Oh, well, I mean, and, and we also, as humans, point out things that are wrong with other people, but then those are the things that are wrong with ourselves, you know? And, and you know, and if I tell you that, Two years ago, three years ago, I did not think this way. My mind was so was so stuck on on just negative things, and and I realized that life is just bigger than that. It's 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 beautiful. Life is beautiful, man. It's beautiful, man. You know, especially you know now that I'm a God fearing man, like this, 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 there's just nothing I lack. There's nothing I lack now that I have God in my life. That's great. You know, um, yeah, you know, I like, you know, I like to drink and yeah, I like to go out and have a good time, you know, but I, I, I couldn't do, I couldn't be happy the way I am now if it wasn't through God, man, and just having a good time, man. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. This is bigger, bigger, bigger than me, you know? I had to just get my, my things together, you know? So you don't feel alone anymore? Of course not, man. Of course not. I got a friend, man. A real friend. And that's God. So did you feel in the past when you was going through all these struggles that your family or your friends... I felt abandoned. I felt abandoned, man. Yeah. But looking back now, did you feel that they abandoned you or... Just the way you was thinking, you felt like they were. I just felt that I wasn't communicating enough with my, with my parents. Um, I think that was the big. I think that's a big mistake. Um, me being my, myself a parent um, and having custody of my daughter, I, I feel that a lot of parents don't have communications. And, and mind you, I make mistakes, and I made a lot of mistakes with my daughter that I'm paying for now. But. I'm keeping that dialogue open with my with my kid. Um, that you got to keep your your the, the the lines of communications open with with your children. You have to because you you know you'll lose them like that quickly to negativity, to the iPad, to the Mac, to the you know to, to you yes yeah, to YouTube yeah. So um, I don't know. It's, I, I feel that I, I wasn't communicating with my parents enough, you know? I felt like they were so judgmental. That's just my personal opinion, you know? No, you're right. I mean, um, I felt the same thing when I was growing up. I just felt that instead of, um, in my situation, instead of my mother, let's say, telling me, if I, let's say I asked her something, oh, I want to do this, she, tell, she tells me no, or screams. Instead of telling me, you know something, the reason I'm telling you no is because of this. That's what I'm doing with my children right now, and it seems like it has worked. Um, it works. It works. It se- sometimes it seems like it doesn't work, but that's actually what I'm doing with Callie right now, you know? It's just 
talk and talk and keeping that line of communication open, making her making her feel comfortable so she that, that she may approach me with any issue. Exactly. You know, I couldn't approach my parent with any issue. You know, and 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 you know, I think about it. You know, I don't blame nobody. I don't point the finger at nobody. Um, I just felt it was it was a combination of many different things. You know, I'm sure that my parents had their issues. They were they were still getting things together, you know, you know, it's just, you have to keep your mind open to, to, to things like that. That's good because a lot of people, when they, they think about their own problems, they think about, you know, it's me, 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 nobody understands me, but you're absolutely right. A lot of these people that are walking around, I would say the majority, they're going through whatever programming they got when they were young. So if they didn't have any communication with their parents, it's very hard for them. Mm. Only when they decide, you know something, I want to be different than from my, what my parents did with me. I'm going to talk to my children. But I, what I see a lot is that my parents used to beat the hell out of me. Look how I turned out. I'm going to beat the hell out of my children. And it's like like you said earlier, it's a cycle. They just keep going It's over a vicious over. cycle. It's a horrible cycle, you know, unfortunately, you know. See? And we must, you know, rise above that, you know. And that's that's the reason why I do music, man. It comes natural. It's an outlet. It's, it's, it's an outlet for for um, my therapy. Uh, you know, I, I noticed that I'm, I, I started writing. My, my writing is changing. The more I change my way of thinking, my, the more my my writing changes, and it's changing, and it's changing for the better. I, I look at it. You know, I feel. Uh, you know, I feel that I could save a lot of people, man. There's a lot of kids out there, man, that feel hopeless, man. So how would you be able to change, or not change, help the people out there? Just showing them, man, that you 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 have the power within yourself, man, to make something of yourself, to get out of whatever bad situation you're in. Only you have the power, man. It's it's okay if you're going through whatever you're going through, but it's not it's not enough for you to take your life away. Who are you? I always see suicide as a permanent solution to a temporary problem. It's a temporary problem, but, but understand where, where, where the, the person is in his mind, the mindset. It's a lot of negativity around that person. That person feels lost. If only that person would speak out, it would change their whole perception about life, man. Just communicate a little bit more. I just want to show people that Regardless of what you went through, regardless of what you go through, negative, there, there's always a positive, man. You could come out of that. While you're saying that, I'm thinking also maybe that's the reason why we see so much violence in the communities. Maybe it's the bottled up anger that they have. They cannot express it. Maybe they're not allowed to at home. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of it is fear, man. A lot of it is fear, man. A lot of people don't like physical altercations. They don't. All right. They want to avoid that. So what they do is they grab a gun and they shoot you from like three miles away. Three blocks away. They shoot you from three blocks away, a block away. Because they don't want to deal with that confrontation that we grew up with, man. We grew up scrapping, man. We grew up doing that, throwing the hands. You know That's what right. I'm saying? And nobody's jumping in. No, exactly. Nobody wanted to jump in. Nah, man. You couldn't jump in, man. You got slapped up yourself. Even if you lost, you got respect. Exactly. All that is gone. But what, pe- what people want to do, they want to pick up a knife and, and, and gut a dude out. Like, that's whack, bro. Or we'll get their cousins or their Yeah, boys. their little posse. 
<laughs> you know, I always saw a that people. Gang. I, I, Come on, man. I mean, the way I grew up, it, it was always that for you to join a gang, you must be a punk. You know, a real man was by himself. He took care of his own problems by himself. I mean, and I grew up in Washington Heights in the 70s where there were a lot of gangs. Tough, man. Yeah, it was tough. There was a lot of gangs. But you're right about that. It was a one-on-one. Even, in, even I mean, they would jump you. But if you called out, I'll fight the, the, the biggest, toughest one. They'll let you have it. They'll let you, you know, they'll let you have that one-on-one. And if you won, you won. Claro, but there was a time where you would go to a block and you would just slap up whoever was the leader. And then you had everybody's respect. You know what I'm saying? Now you can't. <laughs> you got to have eyes everywhere. Because you never know who's holding a grudge from, like, junior high school. Are you kidding me, bro? Let go of the past. And jealousy. It's unreal, bro. Yeah, there's but, a lot you know, we're not going to get into that. You know, um, like I said, you know, um, I just want to show people that you could get out of whatever situation you don't like. So it's you, up to you. You could do. You could send that message through music. I could send that message through music, man. I was there, man, hopeless, making beats on my computer on Fruity Loops. And making, you know, writing songs on the guitar. And now I record at a multi-million dollar studio. Nice. It's, 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 you got to push yourself. You don't go out there and get it, you're not going to get it. So what I do, I go out there and I get it, man. You know? No excuses. No excuses, man. No excuses. No excuses. Because a lot of people like to use that as a reason why things are not working out. Well, I grew up in a bad neighborhood. My parents were poor. You know, my education's not that good. I came out of public school. But that's the thing that we need to we need to shed that. That's that's irrelevant. We we need to show people that the power is, is within you. It's not because of your community. It's not because of your local. Uh, uh, how do you say public figure or, you know, it's, it has nothing to do with that. Your upbringing. No, bro. No, you, you have the power to become whatever it is that you want to become. That is so true. I'm poor and afflicted, but I'm still doing it, man. I'm doing it and I'm doing it and I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do it. I hear you. I'm going to do and it and are. it's going to happen, man. And I'm doing it already. Um, but Again, I'm doing it in a positive way. No negativity. It might take a little bit longer, but it's going to happen, man. All through God, man. All through God. So what you got to do is change your belief system. If you believe that you're poor, you can't do it, you're not going to do it. If you, you can't you can't you can't put yourself down like that, man. You got to, you know, you got to think like a king, man. You know? I'm not saying that I'm a king, but you know, I'm using it as a metaphor. Not rightly so. Because uh, if you believe, let's say, I'll give you an example. If what, What's the most easiest thing that you can do right now with your eyes closed? With my eyes closed, sing. Sing. So imagine if you would think the same way when it comes to a business. Of course. You got to learn how to visualize things, man. There you go. Yeah, you got to know how to, you got to see yourself on top of that mountain, man. Yeah, nobody could touch you on top of that mountain, man. That top of that rock, that bedrock. Nobody could touch you there. I hear that. Mm-hmm. So the music that I'm hearing out here for, it's been a while. I'm hearing all this, this music out here that's touching the, the, the youth deeply. is a lot of negative stuff. Part of the music, I would say, is the reason why we see all this crime and all this, 
young women having children out of wedlock and these young men walking around with their pants sagging. We singing about the same things that we were singing about 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's what makes the money. But I guess as an artist, you got to take it upon yourself. You're, you're a public figure, especially if, if you're doing music. You're a public figure. You're responsible, man. You're responsible for your fans, yo. You're responsible, man. You're responsible. You know? A lot of us are tired of that hood shit, man. Of the shoot me up, stab, you know, block wars. and We're, we're tired of that shit, man. We've done seen everything. <laughs> Tired of that shit, man. But I feel sometimes that we we are tired as a community, but for some reason it seems better to continue to act that way. Dude, you hear that shit in the club, bro? That shit sounds crazy. <laughs> that music sounds dope in the club. Loud like that, and then you got a few drinks in you. You just want to dance, you know? But, you know, it is what it is, you know? We just, you know, we need to come up out of that. Um, I'm not going to sit here and judge, you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, if, if I ever come up with a, a negative song and it's catchy, I might, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not even going to say that. No, that's wrong. I shouldn't think like that. No, I'm sticking to what I'm doing and it's all positivity, man. I mean, higher minds, man, for higher minds, man. Poetry, nice poetry, good music, man. I mean, it affects you too. This, this this negative stuff. Of course. And you have a daughter. Too. I have a daughter. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what you know. The other day, I was thinking, I'm like, damn, man. I'm writing all these raunchy songs, but I'm really express. I'm really talking about things that happened to me, 2011, 2010. You know, it's not things that I'm currently going through. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, sometimes I'll find myself writing a song. I'm like, you know what? I need to word this properly because. I know that my daughter one day is going to hear these songs. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually writing a song. I'm, I'm actually warning my daughter about guys like me. Very good. I'm, I'm honest. I'm, you know, I'm honest with myself, man. I know who I was three years ago, man. I was a, a, a freaking dog, man. I was an animal, man. You know, with the ladies, man. You know, so I write these. I write. I try to write positive songs now, you know, because I know my daughter's going to listen to them one day, you know, and she might actually look up to me. You know, through my music, you know, look up to my music. So, you know, I guess I, I guess I feel a little bit responsible uh, as well. Um, but you know something about, you know, you're talking about you, you were a, a dog a couple of years ago. You fought yourself on being able to bed all these women or do they have fault also? I think it's a two way street. But, you know, if you're having a good time, you know, you're not thinking about that stuff, you know. I'm not thinking about that stuff. Because a lot of them know what they're doing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to judge, but, you know. Um, I'm just happy I'm not like that anymore. All right. You know what I'm saying? I could have caught something, man. I could have got sick. You know, I could have got... You know, a lot of things could have happened. Somebody, a female could have said I raped her. It could have been anything. You understand? That's scary, bro. That's scary. I'm just happy that I got out of that clean, man. Clean, man. Not only that, you could have probably had a couple of children out there. That's whack, yo. That's whack, man. I want I want to have kids, but with one female. You know what I'm saying? One female, man. Give me my eight kids, and that's it. Move along. 
we see this in the Latin community and other communities too, where we see a lot of these um, fatherless um, homes. I don't know your situation, but is there something in your life that makes you think that way? That if you have a child with a woman out here, you want her, you want to be together and have a home for that child. Is there a reason why? Because it seems like it's been going. It on has. For it has. It has to do and with everything. Fine. With everything, like we were talking about earlier, the hard, the cycles, these life cycles, these negative life cycles, repetitive life cycles. You understand? Um, when we're yeah, I'm, I, I, listen, man, I was there too. I was there having a good time, deep in the vagina, yo. I was deep in the vagina, bro. Lost in the vagina, you know. Um, you, you're not thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking whether, well, you know, this chick might have something, you know, or what if? She, what if? You know? No, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking like you're thinking right now, like, oh yeah, I'm the man right now. You know? So yeah. How would smoking weed affect your music or make it better or make you be able to write better? How did that work in your in your situation? Well, in my situation, <laughs> um, when I started smoking, it, it kind of, well, well, excuse me, when I started smoking again, when I picked it up again, um, it, it just made me have epiphanies back to back, like sudden moments of realizations, just back to back, back to back, like, oh, wow, I shouldn't be this way because... I'm hurting a lot of people's feelings. So it kind of it, it, it kind of helped me discover myself. Okay. Um again, it's not for everybody. It worked for me. This is my situation. Um you know, a lot of people like to attack people when, you know, when they say things like that. But I, again, I'm speaking for myself and how it benefited me. Um it just my thoughts are clearer. It just made me clear, you know, clear-headed. Like, I don't know. It just makes me more focused. More focused than ever. Yeah, it's insane. Straight out of New York City, Harlem, NYC. Hey. Let's go. I always knew you were going to make it unplug anyway, so. Yeah, I like that, man. That's my thing, man. That's I like that. Yeah, man. Acoustic. Wow. You know, a lot of people don't want to do that because um, they got these voices. Only in the studio sounds good. Nah, man. I want to I wanna be able to sing in, in a tunnel. You know what I'm saying? And sound good. I want to be able to sing without auto-tune, without reverb, man, and still touch somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 that's that's the future I want, man. That's the life I want. That's the way it should be. Yeah, that's that's. That, I want a, a life full of music, man. Doing music sixteen hours a day, man. Still going home happy, not miserable. That's that's what that's. I look forward to that, man. I'm already doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just that nobody knows who I am. Not know? yet. Not yet. But they they will. will. They will. Con Dios man. You know. I put God before me, man. So I know that it's gonna happen, man. I know it's gonna happen. I, I know. And I'm so. very excited, very excited, because I know that I'm gonna make a lot of good friends. I'm gonna meet the right business people. You know, I'm gonna know who to do business with and who not to do business with. So whoever tries to g me, it's it's in for a rude awakening. And it also comes with experience too. So of course, of course, I, I look forward, man. I look forward to that, man. I look forward to having you on my team and working with you as well. You know, it's it's going to be dope, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's going to be dope, man.
Is there anything else you want to um, say before we close this? Um, just, you know, whoever's listening missed? out there, man. Whoever's listening, you know, and you feel... You feel like... And I, and, and I get a little emotional. I, I can't get like this in an interview, man. Um, but, you know, I, I do want to say that if you're out there and you're listening, man... And, and you're, you're there, man, sitting in that room making music or whatever it is that your passion is. You know, it might be dancing. Whatever it is, man, don't give up on it, man. Do not give up on it. There's nothing more than, than I hate. And I don't use that word that much. But there's nothing more than I hate is to hear good, talented, passionate people say that they're, they threw away their talents, that they no longer do what they love. That, that's one of the saddest things ever. So don't don't give up. Do Keep doing it, man. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. And remember, be your own motivator because nobody's going to be there for you, man. They're going to be there for you when you're on TV. They're going to want to be there when you when they see you on TV and they hear you on the radio and they see, they see you on Broadway dancing at a musical. You know, you're your own motivator, man. Just keep it pushing and don't quit. Just keep it, keep it moving, man. Keep it moving. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a good example of that. You know, um, I'm, I'm still keeping it. Pu- I'm still pushing it, man. I'm still pushing it. So yeah. Give out your um, social media. Oh yeah, man. You can holler at me. Um, you could reach me at uh, it's heathantonio.com. Uh, excuse me. It's heathantonio at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check out my website, heathantonio.com. Uh, also, you can check out musicoverdrama.com. You know, purchase your uh, Music Over Drama t-shirts there. Uh, and Reverb Nation, just Google me, man. You know, I'm, I'm out there, man. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to do this, you know, um, at, at a small scale, but I'm doing it. You know, humbly, I'm humbly doing it, man. You know, and, and I hope to, you know, hear from people, you know. This is my first interview, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
you guys like it, man. I'm Heath Antonio, man. Check me out. HeathAntonio.com. Hey, if you enjoy the interview and want to hear more, just rate and leave comments here. And also, subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. So until next time, take care. And remember, life is about living it and learning from everything that we do every day. The good and the bad. We're here to evolve. Take care. And thank you once again.